welcome to the Chapman CG Podcast, inspiring and informative conversations with top HR leaders from around the world. The newness of social media has finally worn off and it's become ubiquitous as the mobile phone. Its pervasiveness has impacted how we communicate, how we access information, and how companies source its future employees. Knowing from which social media platforms high-performing employees come and how to parse the vast amounts of information available about candidates is critical in developing talent strategies for the future. I have the pleasure this afternoon of being with Angela Ryan, who's the Global Chief HR and Talent Officer at Group M, to discuss the importance of leveraging social media in talent strategies. Thanks for joining us, Angela. Thank you very much for having me, Matt. So, Angela, first before we get into discussion on the topic, um, tell us a bit about your your role at Group M, and I hope I described that correctly. Certainly. So, my professional niche is as the CHRO in industries where talent is highly scarce and specialised with a bias towards technology. So, I'm currently working for Group M, which is the media investment arm of WPP PLC. Um, as a business, we have a global headcount of around 28,000 people, and our revenue is around USD 4 billion. So I joined Group M in 2007 to set up the talent and HR function for Asia Pacific. And over the course of my tenure with them, I've held a variety of different roles at a market, regional, and global level. Okay. And uh, tell us a little bit more about um, leveraging social media to attract uh, better kind of talent at Group M and how, how, how you've done this? Well, if, if we think about what the purpose of social is, it's really around networking, both internally and externally, so that we're front of mind with talent when they're thinking about where to invest time for their career. Now, across you know, pretty much all industries, nearly everyone today is online. Um, and certainly we find that a lot of candidates that we're talking to will go online uh, to really do... Um, discovery work about organizations before they even get to the point of submitting an application. As I mentioned previously, we are very much a tech-driven organization. It's not our product, but it is a tool that we use to work with on behalf of many of our clients. So it's really important for us that the way that we manage our talent also mirrors our business strategy. So, so the way that we use social, as I said, is to help us stay front of mind with candidates and enable us to communicate effectively internally with our current headcount. Very interesting. And how is how is social media? Do you think made talent acquisition and talent management more more complicated? Oh, I, I, I think the difference with social is it makes communication and the information sourcing a two way street. So, if we think about the typical way that we used to approach um, talent acquisition, was really you know, using CVs and. Um, you know, candidates would perhaps look at a, at a static website. Um, but in the same way that we can now find out more about candidates through their online profiles, through their digital uh, footprints, candidates can also find out much more information about us than they certainly could a decade ago. And, and because everyone and anyone can create content, one of the complications is we can never fully control what's being said about our company um, and by and about employees online. I think the, the other way that it's become um, more complicated is we always need to remember that the image that people present of themselves online is heavily curated, um, and the line between professional and personal lives has become blurred. So some people may 
censor themselves online and others definitely don't. So we can really tell a lot about candidates by their digital footprint or lack of it. You've alluded to some of the dangers of relying too heavily on social media and searching for, for, for candidates. Can you, can you think of any others that you've come across? Well, I think um, there's, there's two areas that really come to mind if, if, if we want to use the word danger. Um, firstly, you can never be sure that the profile that you're seeing online is really an accurate image of a candidate. So you know, using social to connect with candidates outside of your immediate radar is very effective, but you still need to do your due diligence, um, which is around having robust election calls and, and certainly having robust referencing tools. Um, as I mentioned, the, the other danger that you potentially have is that when you're putting content out there, you need to really sit on top of the um, interaction that you have with people through that uh, so that you're monitoring people's feedback, that you're responding to it, um, and that you're really addressing any issues as and, as and when they come up. How do you think social media has helped your, your talent agenda? Um, if you look at the people who you've actually brought into the organization and then I guess what you're doing with them next? So we use social um, in a number of different areas. So as I mentioned, we provide consultancy in the social arena for many of our clients. So one of the things that we did when we started thinking about how we wanted social to be part of talent management um, was to really ensure that we reflect in the sort of work that we do externally. So I think perhaps interestingly, the, our social presence is actually run by the HR and talent team um, rather than by a marketing function. So we, we use social um, in a number of different areas. We obviously use it around talent acquisition. Um, we use it around areas of employee branding, performance management, and more recently, over the last few years, we've used it in terms of peer-to-peer recognition. Right, okay. And, 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 and how do you think uh, this has sort of affected the profile of the, of the talent leaders you're actually looking for in, in the organization? Has it impacted it at all? It certainly has. I mean, you know, when, when I'm looking to hire people to join the talent team, I mean, generally I would look for people, for talent leaders who are quite restless, um, who are comfortable with ambiguity because we are a business that moves with, with a lot of pace and people who take their jobs not themselves seriously. But on top of that, what I'm really looking for are people who are open to operating differently. Um, because as, as we move with technology, it, it is really um, changing the way that we, we manage talent. And we need people to be open-minded enough to be able to sit back and say, you know, something that you may have done for the last 15, 20 years of your career and a way that you might have approached, say, performance management may not be the right way to, to carry forward. Um, I think the other thing is, you know, what we're really clear about is people want to connect with, with people, not faceless organizations. So it's really important for us that each of our talent leaders manages their own online presence. Um, and this is something that we can teach them to do. And it, it's certainly something that I've had to learn on the go over the last seven or eight years. So Angela, what advice would you give other global talent leaders like yourself who are developing talent strategies that involve uh, social media, uh, what should they be aware of? Are, are there any pitfalls they, they should look to avoid? Well, I think the first, the first point is not just to jump on a bandwagon, um, not just to start moving into using social because other companies and other industries are. You really need to think about the company that you work for and the industry that you're working in and to ensure that what you're doing is specific in terms of, of your offering. We put a lot of emphasis around social because that's that's what our business strategy is. So it really needs to be authentic. 
Um, the other thing to think about is, you know, don't try to project too corporate an image, um, apart from on perhaps your, your global website. And really to think across the different social platforms that are available. So if, if you think around the way that you would use Facebook, for example, that would be very different to maybe the content that you would want to put on LinkedIn. Um, you know, so, so we use Twitter in addition to that, for example, to really publish industry information. We use Facebook as a way to really communicate a behind-the-scenes offering of what it's like to work with Group M. And we use LinkedIn as a way to really publicize the roles that we're looking to recruit. So you need, you need to just not think about social as a homogenous blog, but ensure that for every channel that you're going to operate for, you have a different strategy for. And that was Angela Ryan. Chief HR and Talent Officer at Group M discussing the importance of leveraging social media in talent strategies. For more excellent conversations from Chapman CG, follow our podcast series or check us out at chapmancg.com.